business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality and listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice tips and insights for growing your business now here's your host kelly scanlon Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media, and we're going to have some fun today. Our guest is Jean McKay. She is the owner of The Tasteful Olive, and she's here today to talk with us about the story behind her specialty food retail store that she opened here in Overland Park just a few years ago. And The Tasteful Olive, in its short time in existence, has managed to win quite a few awards. I'm happy to say that uh, The Tasteful Olive won the 2520. 25 Award, Class of 2014, in March of this year, and it was also named the Kansas Women-Owned Business of the Year Retail Firm, the 2010 Downtown Overland Park Business of the Year, and the 2012 Purveyor of the Year by the Greater Kansas City Chefs Association. So welcome to the show today, Jean. Thank you very much. Okay, so the Tasteful Olive. How did you get into this business? What led you here? Um, well, I guess the basic brief story would be um, I saw my first olive oil in balsamic vinegar store in 2007, and in 2009 um, there was something else I needed to do with my life, and mm. I didn't know what it was, so I checked out different women opportunities in business online and so forth, got material sent to me and so forth, and thought, can I be a seller of good stain for your deck, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at high-quality things um, that I could be involved in, um, and I thought, well, you know, what about the olive oil store that I saw? And my mm-hmm. husband kept encouraging me, too. He said, uh, what about the olive oil store? And this was in Boston that you saw this? Did actually, I hear that right? Uh, no, it was actually Chicago. Chicago, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. So this was in yep. Chicago. All right. And he kept encouraging you. He said, what about it? So mm-hmm. I gave it some more thought, and I thought, you know, that's not a bad idea. Because we were already using um, olive oil in our cooking at home. Didn't know much about aged balsamic vinegars, the kind you get from Italy, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. made in Italy. So I just um, decided, you know, I think I could go for that. And I had to make a final decision, of course. And so when we were sitting waiting for the key to be handed me by the landlord at the building we were leasing, uh, he looked at me and said, well, you better make your decision now because he's there with the key ready for you to take possession. (laughs) So how does one go about opening up an olive oil and balsamic vinegar retail store? Uh, You probably had to get up to speed on quite a few things, Mm -hmm. not just Mm -hmm. uh, business and retail, but also uh, the product that you're carrying. How did you go about doing that? Both things are very important. First of all, knowing, uh, you know, where you're going to get your oils and vinegars from, but more than that, knowing, um, researching, actually, and becoming a student again as to, okay, what kind of product do I really have here? What um, is going to make people buy the product? Um, How am I going to lay out the store? Um, What import should the oils and vinegars have in the store? Well, of course, in our store, center was the only way to go because there were small shelves on the side and an open center. So Mm -hmm. we've got to build something to fit all the foosties that the oils and vinegars are going to come in. Right. So all of those different things. And I, I want to point out, this just isn't your average 
olive oil and balsamic vinegar. I mean, you import from all over the world. And get, give us an idea of some of the types of product that you have. Uh, where, where do you get it from and the quality of it and so forth? Okay. Well, um, actually, if you go in the store and you're kind of awed and amazed and overwhelmed, we always try to lead you to a little mm-hmm. educational spiel, we call it. We like to mention the unflavored olive oils because sometimes people only know uh, unflavored oil when they buy them in the grocery store. Of course. So we want to mention those first, and those are fresh on the shelves, meaning they're fresh olive oils that are fresh on the shelves from the most recent harvest. A lot of we Americans may not know that there's two hemispheres that oil is done in, southern hemisphere, countries like Chile and Argentina, Australia is a really big one that's winning awards all the time. You wouldn't think about Australia. You wouldn't think about Australia at all. But guess what? Explorers in the early days brought olive trees all around the world. Mm. And so here we have hidden places where olive trees grow very well because of the climate. Then you have the Northern Hemisphere, of course, and everybody thinks about the Northern Hemisphere because it's like us. It's Italy, right. it's Spain, it's Greece, it's Cal- Tunisia. Right, and even California, California. Has Missionaries mm-hmm. brought olive trees to California back in the early days. So therefore, we have olive oils now, right now, on the shelf that are unflavored from, guess where? The Northern Hemisphere because they just got done harvesting yes. October through December. Right. And now we're seeing that the Southern Hemisphere are coming in. Some of them are are um, ready to be ordered so that by by the end of June we'll have some new Southern Hemisphere ones in. And mm-hmm. the Northern Hemisphere ones will basically be sold out okay. by then. Sure. And, and they should be because you want mm-hmm. the whole new mm-hmm. fresh crop in, of course. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that that is the unflavored. And so how do you – and you you have some here for us to sample, which mm-hmm. I'm looking yes, I do. forward to. But how do you flavor these? These are flavored with the real product. So you have a fused olive oil. That means that the product has been pressed with the olives when it's pressed into oil. So blood orange is a great example. Mm -hmm. You have a true citrus oil, and it's fabulous. Then you also have um, uh, the lemon and the lime and some spicy ones we have in the store now, red cayenne pepper Mm. and Bacludi green chili, which are also fused. The product's crushed with the olives into oil. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. It's the real thing. There's nothing else added. The extra virgin base on uh, fused and infused olive oils, and the infused means flavored, is extra virgin fresh quality. So you've got the extra virgin base on those with the proper food Mm -hmm. added to it. Yeah, so when you say flavored, they are not artificially flavored no. like so many. Flavored pro- with the food itself. Exactly. So chipotle peppers is one we can sample Ooh, yeah, today let's, let's if you like. Yeah, let's try some like chipotle that? pepper here. Mary's going to help uh, me here, aren't you? Yeah, so. Cool. Uh, so here comes chipotle coming up. Give it a right. the smell first. Smell first. Kind of okay. slurp it around your tongue a little bit. It's a little bit like tasting wine. Almost, yep. Mm, a wonderful, fine wonderful. So see what you think about chipotle pepper spiced olive oil. Brush it on uh, your chicken. Oh, that would be wonderful. It. Okay. Mm. And Mary's going to get her sample next. <laughs> Mary's making like, sure she's getting taste. her sample. <laughs> no, this. Oh, I could imagine this easily on chicken. Mm-hmm. I was just at your store last week. I am going to have to go again tomorrow. Of course. Every day you could come in if you like. That got to Mary. Come on, Mary. This is good stuff. <laughs> no, so no, this is one you also have some chocolate over there. Well, I think. Hot. <laughs> Mary thinks it's hot, but if she put that with our dark chocolate balsamic vinegar <laughs> like a Mexican Malay type sauce, 
uh, it would really decrease that level of spice. So here's okay, so our dark dark chocolate. If you'd like to taste this. that. Now this is three dark European chocolates added to a balsamic vinegar that's been aged up to 12 years in Italy. Modena, Italy is where the balsamic oh, come from. This is just wonderful. I, I know, I have to tell you, I, I've been in your store and I have bought some of the flavored product, but I have not been as adventurous as the latest two that I just tried here today because it just sounded a little odd. But I have to tell you, these are wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And as you say, the different uses, the, the uh, chipotle, that will be great on some chicken or I bet that would even be good on shrimp. Would Very that be good. good. On shrimp? Oh, yes. Very good on meats and seafoods. Also, drizzle it over your roasted vegetables. Oh, oh yes. great idea. Give a little kick, surprise mm-hmm. your family uh, at a meal. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> so, uh, one of the things that you have been able to, Mary, Mary's given the high sign. She just mixed the, the pepper and the uh, chocolate together, and she says it's a great blend. So, one of the things that you have been able to do, talking about blends, uh, to be successful is to work with other local uh, food specialty mm-hmm. providers. And talk to, to us about some of those relationships, some of the other things that you have going on in your store mm-hmm. other than the olive oil and the vinegar. Well, I've chosen to um, expand um, uh, the marketing of our products because they're such fine quality and also very flavorful, of course, because they're real. Um, with other people that want to use them in their items. So, therefore, I have a cafe that started out making just natural teas for mm-hmm. people at mm-hmm. the farmer's market. They now have full cafes, two stores of cafes, and they use um, several of our balsamics and oils in their salads when they have salads that people mm-hmm. can just uh, order, come in and take out, carry out. So we've got a cafe or two, actually two or three of those, We've got Best Regards Bakery that supplies us bread to sell on the weekends, and they yeah. have our bottle standing in their cafe, so you can actually put the, the dressing, the balsamic and the oil, on your salad when you're eating your lunch that day. We also have a culinary school. The Olathe High School Culinary mm-hmm, has mm-hmm. used our products in their famous fourth-place win last year at the national competitions. Three of their items, uh, menu items for that competition had our oils and vinegars. Wow. And close a- to us, Broadmoor, Broadmoor Culinary School right, right there on 83rd mm-hmm. and Metcalf. And they just love these products. And, of course, they're working all the time at using them in their Wednesday night uh, public meals. Sure, sure. So so you have managed to make things oh, – you, you've managed to find a way to uh, showcase your products mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. of your retail store, give people a chance to – taste them, and then when they are in your store, you also make it very convenient. When I go in there, for example, I always pick up a a package of the bread. Uh, It's just so easy to pick it up right there, and of course, uh, you have other things as well. You have some uh, soaps and lotions and uh, all with some olive oil bases. Mm -hmm. Tell us about some of the, and, and some of the jams and so forth. Tell us about some of your other products. Well, as you get into this more and more, you're finding that you search for quality products and vendors that can supply those to you. So you're looking for soaps that have 100% extra virgin olive oil, like one of our vendors is from Italy. Mm -hmm. And so you've got 100% extra virgin olive oil. This kind of soap or lotion or hair product will soak into the cellular structure of your skin because of the olive oil itself. Ah, Okay, that's how healthy olive oil is. It's a real and natural product. Um, 
The uh, the other styles we're carrying, we have a new one now in the store. It's a bar soap, and they're making it with our blood orange, lemon, and lime olive oils. Mm-hmm. So you have our true flavored, if you want to call them that, the essence, not just the essence, but the olive oil is actually in those new bars. Wow. So and she's a local gal south of Kansas City. Okay. So you can eat it and you can wash with you, it. You, that's very <laughs> definitely so. And your whole body system will work a lot better, let me tell you. Okay. And and again, you. Uh, what I'm getting at here is that although your core product are the olive oils and the balsamic vinegars, you have so many other things too. Mm-hmm. You have the um, personal products and you have jams and you have uh, some sauces, I believe. We have a um, wonderful pasta company that does mm-hmm. its own sauces that are very natural and uh, they're very good for an easy dinner. Come in and pick up a gourmet pasta flavored at one of your choices. Of, there's about 15 of them mm-hmm. or 18 of them on the shelf. Pick up a sauce to go with it and you've got your meal for the evening. Sure. So easy. Um, we also have, of course, olives. And right, a lot of people right. are coming in for the habanero stuffed yeah. or the jalapeno stuffed mm-hmm. or the blue cheese stuffed um, or even just a plain green olive that's got a pit in it, you know, and right. you can use it for your cocktail drinks. I mean, we've got a lot of olives. We also have a lot of recipes in the store and online that are free. You don't have okay. to pay for a recipe. And books, too, mm-hmm. by wonderful people, authored uh, authors from all over the country in our books. Um, let's see what else can I mention. Sea salts are oh, a new I thing I forgot now. about the sea salt. Himalayan yeah. pink sea salt is the most health beneficial of all the sea salts. We have smoked sea salts. We have natural and infused sea salts. Um, and those are all very healthy for us versus our white processed stuff we're getting from the store. Right. Which does more damage to us than, than good. Right. So pick up a good sea salt. We also have um, uh, some spice blends that are for different cultural ways of cooking. Even though Penzi's is, is three stores down from us, they have more, you know, the single spices when yes. you're cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. We chose to carry some things different from there so we wouldn't compete with them, of mm-hmm. course. And so it's different cultural ways of cooking. So that's kind of fun. And we always have fun just walking around and, and asking people how they're using the oils and mm-hmm. vinegars because we get so many ideas from them, too. Right, yeah, and there's so many different combinations. We're going to take a quick break here, hear from our sponsor, Benedictine College. We'll be right back. I want to continue this conversation. We'll be right back. It's true, who you know is important, but what you know and how you apply that knowledge is what helps accelerate your career. Benedictine College's Executive MBA program is the only one-year Executive MBA program in Kansas City. The North Johnson County campus and weekend class times are convenient and allow you to learn from world-class thought leaders and collaborate with other executives who intend to make a difference in their business and their community. Go to benedictine.edu slash EMBA. Your product outshines the competition, so why aren't you outselling them? You're meeting sales projections, but the bottom line just isn't what it should be. Technology is changing rapidly and impacting your ability to perform. Something needs to change, but you just can't put your finger on what. I'm Patrick Shore, your host at The Hut, where we tackle these and other issues. The Hut is a safe place where we can explore what it takes to not only stay in front of the competition, but make it irrelevant. So come on in, kick off your shoes, and join the conversation every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio, Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio Network. The Hut, your path to a stronger, thriving, profitable business. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. We're talking here today with Jean McKay, who's the owner of the Tasteful Olive in Overland Park, Kansas. She's been sharing her story about how she got 
started in this business just a few years ago. We've sampled some of her wonderful product, and we've been talking about some of the other things that she carries, like the personal products such as soaps and lotions and then um, the, the sauces and jams and then how she collaborates with some of the other specialty retailers here to not only carry their products or give you samples of their products, but they also carry hers. And what I'd like to turn to now, Jean, is some people might think, okay, I can go in there and I can get a bottle of olive oil, I can get a bottle of balsamic vinegar, and which you carry in three different sizes, by the way, or, you know, and make a meal. But really, it's more than that. It's more than transactional. When you enter your retail establishment, it's about experience. Tell us what we experience, what you strive to help us achieve when we walk into your door. Well, if you were a new customer and hadn't been in our store before, uh, one of us would be uh, greeting you at the door or yelling from across the room because we were busy, you know, labeling bottles or whatever. And we would say, hi, welcome to the Tasteful Olive today. Have you been to our store before? That's one of our most popular ways to greet a customer. Mm -hmm. Then we know for sure how should we develop that conversation with them. So conversationally um, attracting our customers to experience is probably how I'd put that. Mm -hmm. So we kind of get to know the person a little bit. We ask, have you been cooking with olive oils and vinegars before? And some will say, no, I really haven't. I just saw your store here on the street and I'm just browsing. Or they may say, well, yeah, I use some olive oil, but I usually just, you know, buy it in the grocery store. And so we say, great, well, let's show you what we have. Or would you mind taking a few seconds and we'll explain briefly how we have all our oils and vinegars laid out. <clears throat> and by the way, there's about 62 of them now in the store. So there's we, quite we keep adding to the collection. Yeah, and you actually allow people to sample. That, oh, that's That's one of the things, mm-hmm. because the first time I walked in, I didn't know I was going to be allowed to sample, and as I approached your door, I'm thinking, I don't know where, I'm probably not going to even know where to start in terms of what to buy, but mm-hmm. as you say, someone greeted me, made some suggestions, and started uh, pouring for me, <laughs> and and I was I was enjoying all these wonderful different flavors, and and they helped me make my selection. So you, it, it's mm-hmm. it's similar in some respects to wine tasting, and um, you also to enhance that experience. Sometimes you not only collaborate with the products, but with events with some of the other local people. I believe that uh, you do have some wine tastings, don't you? There is a winery in our store that has uh, secured an outlet. Um, and so they come in every Saturday, 10 to 2, mm-hmm. and also third Friday nights when we're all open till 9 o'clock in our area. And that winery is Somerset Ridge Winery yes, from Cindy. Lewisburg. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're a fine group of people. Yes. They do some fine wines. So you actually have the tasting right there in your store? Um, tastings for them, yes. They have their okay. uh, own wine bar that uh, was built for them so that they have their own space in the back of the store. I see. And their okay. own signs up and posters, and it makes it look very nice and attractive. So that attracts people as sure, well. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. And I like I like your hours. Mm-hmm. Saturday, you get started mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock with that, mm-hmm. huh? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> well, great way to kick off the weekend. Okay. Well, so, so collaboration has been a real key for... For you and uh, the the bottles too that you present your product in, they're uh, they're designed very nicely. You mentioned mm-hmm. when you got started all the different decisions that you had to make, and, and a lot of people just really don't understand all the details that go into mm-hmm. starting a business, maintaining your image, and what you have to remember in your case in particular. Okay, you can 
bring you can attract people in you can uh provide a wonderful experience for them and then they get home with your product and you know you don't want it sitting on their counter or sitting in their cupboard in some dreary looking container uh tell us about what went into your your design of your bottles here and your packaging the design of the bottle was mainly to figure out what the logo was going to be in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the name, of course, had to come first. What am I going to name the store? And that happened in a swimming pool, by in the way. In a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a story to that. There what, is a story to what, that. What happened? My husband and I were doing our water jogging, and uh, I was going all over the pool, and he was standing in one place doing his exercises. <laughs> and we had been, uh, for a couple weeks, we had been throwing names out to each other, writing them down and going through them and asking our kids, what do you think? And finally, it came time to make that final decision. And I just wasn't set on any of the names. Mm-hmm. And so when I was jogging over to the other end of the pool, I... I just kept thinking about what kind of a store I'd like and what I'd like it to look like. European atmosphere, nice warm colors, and also I'd like everything to be, you know, fairly tasteful, classy, elegant, Mm -hmm. um, worthwhile for people to see. So I turned around real quick and I said, I got it, I got it, I got the name. And he said, what is it? I said, the Tasteful Olive. Because I want everything to be tasteful in the store. Well, and it is. Uh, the the experience is tasteful, as you mentioned, very classy. The all you you allow people to taste, and mm-hmm. of course, the olives are tasty. So you know, you you hit it on the nail. Three three different ways you can mm-hmm. read that, and of course, the logo is very fun, and yet uh, it's very classy too, and and modern at the same time, and it just it's just a, a wonderful. A little package that you have, and, and the way the way that um, you're so very careful, I, even even through the checkout experience, and I, I'm not trying to gush here. It's just that you do have such a fine attention to detail, uh, even through the checkout process. Uh, you know, you wrap the bottles carefully, and you provide the little, um, I don't even know what you call them, the little things that you stick in it that pour. You, you have those available. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, even the whole checkout process, you it, it's not, okay, we've, we've sold the product now, so just get out of here. You still are very careful, and you're still providing customer service all the way through that with the way you take care of the merchandise. Well, and so thank forth. you. I appreciate those good comments. Yeah, I, I've definitely noticed that. So uh, let, let, let's talk about... Um, business challenges. We all have them. Obviously, you're doing a great job here. I'm sure that you had a lot of people say, oh, how are you going to make it just carrying olive-based products? I mean, you're going to have to diversify. I mean, you have to a certain extent, but you still come back to your core. You haven't mm-hmm. lost sight of that. Uh, what, what's been your biggest business challenge, you think? I think in the beginning, it was educating people as to why these products are different from what they're normally buying in the store. And that's an Mm -hmm. educational process. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that everybody's going to just turn around and come back in the next day or the next week. Sometimes they have to think about that a while. Sometimes they have to go through the tastings for a while before they're really kind of, uh, yes, I do need these products because they're more healthy for me. Mm -hmm. And that's part of my big emphasis now. We all are having, well, I am a little bit um, in my a little bit older age here, having some problems I've never had before. So I'm I'm definitely more on the other side of becoming more healthy than I ever was before. Sure. So sure. that's very important. Mm-hmm. And it does take a while, and it did take a while in the beginning, but pretty soon, guess what? 
people were coming in, uh, what's your best olive oil to consume for my health? Mm-hmm. Then when we started hearing that, we were like, yay! It's sinking got in. Across. Right. Got They're going to go tell some more people <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so education was a huge challenge. And whenever anybody grows their business, you know, it takes more than the owner. You can have the vision. You can get it off mm-hmm, the ground. Mm-hmm. But then as it starts to grow, you have to sell that vision to others. And you also start getting into areas maybe you're not as familiar with. Uh, ha- has there been a group or have there been people who have – basically, what's been the best resource for you as you've grown your company? I could name several, but maybe the best would be uh, the research and education I get from other companies that are really involved in the olive oil industry on Mm -hmm. the whole. So therefore, I've had three olive oil seminars out in California where they bring in the big wigs from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I just recently spent two full days in California last week in an olive oil sensory course, and the material was thick, and the material was (laughs) intensive, and the material was sensory, so -hmm. that meant we had... Probably, I'm thinking, 60 or 70 oils that we tasted. Mm. We tasted bad oils, so we would know exactly what bad oils taste right, like. Right, right. Well, and that that's something, too. You know, you know your product. You're just not putting those out there, but you're, you're learning mm-hmm. uh, to be able to distinguish those fine, subtle differences between the different types mm-hmm. of oil and, and the different types of vinegars that you sell so that you really can make those recommendations. Uh, as we close up here, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who is thinking about starting up uh, a very niche business like yours? Well, I'm just going to assume that this is the same for other niche businesses, but really um, know the demographics of people in your area because those will be your loyal supporters. And if you are trying to do something that doesn't fit in with your area, uh, you may not get many visitors at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I would suggest is that you know your products very well and know the background of the products, not just knowing them. The third thing I would say, just don't do it that you think you're going to just have a cash cow on your hands because right. everybody's going to come and buy and you're going to have no problems keeping your store alive. Yeah, yeah, that education <laughs> factor is probably going to be a big one. So real quickly, mm-hmm. your website? Mm-hmm. Uh, com. Okay, tastefulolive.com mm-hmm. and your address? is 7945 Santa Fe Drive, Overland Park, Kansas. That's that historic district. Yes, it is, and and we hope all of you go on out and and enjoy some olive oil tonight or tomorrow. Thank you so much, Jean. We're happy to have you here today. I was happy to be here. Great. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at ithinkbigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.